are live. Hope everybody is doing good. May God richly bless you in Jesus' mighty name. And a lot of people say that COVID's over. If it's over, why is it that it keeps coming back up? Why is it? Why is it that just a few days ago it was declared another federal? It was it was declared a federal emergency. Got the exact verbiage on it, but state of emergency. And you know why does it keep coming back up? Lots of COVID information. If there, if it was over. Why does the Biden administration keep implementing more COVID policy? Now, let's look into this. Let me lay this groundwork with you. This is the pregame video that I showed just to get it started. Play for me, Heather. This is a global health emergency. If we really want to put COVID behind us, we have to keep up the fight together. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over. So basically, within a within a two to three week uh, time frame, Biden says that COVID well, yesterday or today, I'm not sure where that video came from, but it's yesterday, yesterday or today. He declares COVID a global health emergency. Now, we are currently in a state of emergency because of the pandemic. Remember that. That's something they keep getting renewed over and over again, as many people think COVID is over. It's not over when they have their emergency powers, which the European Union has, which Justin Trudeau has. They pull back their vaccine mandates. They pull back their mask mandates. They pull back their social distancing uh, requirements and their various COVID mitigations. And people all think it's over and then they relax. But they still have their emergency powers, just like the vaccine. The vaccine is under an EUA, an emergency use authorization. It's not supposed to be. It should have ran out. But since they keep vaccinating people under the age of 18, i.e. juveniles, it extenuates the emergency use authorization in perpetuity, even though it's technically over by federal statute, as long as they keep vaccinating juveniles, the EUA continues on. Well, it keeps going on here with COVID. What they do is keep their emergency powers. Everybody rejects what they're doing. Remember, I've used this example a few times. What they do, and again, this is using simplistic numbers. They come in, let's say they take away 20% of your freedoms. They see that you don't like it and that you're rebelling against it. You're standing up against it. So they give you back 10% and everybody has been assimilated. So when they give you back 10% out of the 20% they took, everybody rejoices and relaxes. That is what's been happening over the last 50, 60, 70 years inside of the United States via a global leftist cabal using climate change, now using COVID, using the, the transgender agenda, using the homosexual agenda, all to take away the gun grabbing agenda, go on and on, all to take away a certain percentage of your freedoms slowly. Now, and again, they, they don't, people like, they don't take away, they don't take away your freedom slowly. They actually do, People think they get it all back. They don't actually ever get it all back. It's just like all of the the vaccine uh, passport infrastructure is actually put up right now. And as the vaccine mandates get pulled down in some places, the infrastructure, the vaccine mandate or the vaccine passport, i.e. QR coded Mark of the Beast infrastructure is still set up. So they'll easily transition it into a central banked digital currency. What's that? CBDC. Got to always try to remember the acronyms for ease of conversation. So when the CBDCs are put out, central bank uh, digital currencies are put out, then they already have the vaccine passport digital infrastructure in place so they can close your bank account. Bank, that, that, that would never happen. It was happening in Canada right before our very eyes with the trucker convoy. 
you had Justin Trudeau and Freeland is, is, is assistant prime minister locking people out of their own bank accounts. How can you ever do that if they're not digital? They have to be digital for you, for you to be locked out of your own bank account. People could have right then gone and taken all their money out. And people did, unless they were locked out before they got to them. See, that's the plan. All that is actually put into place. So they keep it, just like Biden just said, a global health emergency. Notice he doesn't just say, he's declared it a United States emergency. An emergency we're, we're under basically our version of the Emergency Powers Act. We have that. He's already declared it a state of emergency inside the United States, but he also declares it a global health emergency because Joe Biden is a finger puppet for the World Economic Forum and is doing their bidding. As you've heard me say a hundred times, if you watch the TLP, Joe Biden does not think of himself as a president of a sovereign nation. Justin Trudeau does not think of himself as a prime minister of a sovereign nation. They think of themselves as governors of globalist states because they believe that's the right way to go. Now, when I say they believe it's the right way to go, in their corrupt state, reprobate state of mind, they believe that it's the right way to go because the right way to go, not for your benefit, because remember, like I said, it's their reprobate mind. In their state of mind, what is best for them personally For their personal profit, as you see Joe Biden looting countries, James Biden, Frank Biden, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, looting countries using whatever means they can, obviously, where you have Hunter Biden flying over on Air Force Two, getting $1.4 billion from a CCP-controlled bank with his father, Joe, flying over together on Air Force Two, looting other countries by whatever means necessary. You You have Hunter Biden on the board, Hunter Biden on the board of Burisma, and then Joe Biden goes when, when Burisma is under investigation inside of, inside of Ukraine. You have Joe Biden go and bail Hunter out because Hunter needs to be able to get his $50,000 a month for being on the board of a fossil fuel company of which he has absolutely no expertise. If you're on the board of a company, shouldn't you have expertise? But he doesn't. So when you've been fleecing countries for years like the Biden family has been doing, whatever is best for your personal profit your personal glory, your personal frame, uh, fame to get you reelected so that you continue to profit, so you continue to be you know, a celebrity of sorts at least. That's what's best. And when I say they think it's what's best for their own personal self-aggrandizement, that's what's best for them. Always remember that. All right, townhall.com. Again, COVID is back. It will never go away until everybody stands. Now, what does it mean to stand? It doesn't just mean that now you're on board. You've, you've stopped masking. You're now against the vax, even though you're three times vaxxed. Or now you're against the vax, even though you're one times vaxxed. Whatever it may be. You locked your churches down. You locked your businesses down. What it means is when you actually stand is when you come out and say, you know what? Just like Chip Roy did. Just like Dan Bongino did. No evangelical leaders have ever done it. Tom, we're tired of hearing you say that. Listen, I'm a gospel preacher. Judgment begins at the house of God first, 1 Peter 4, 17. It is my job on this podcast to call Christians to repentance. So you're going to hear it. And it's not, you're not truly standing until you come out and say, I was wrong for not standing. Not just now you're on board. 
but you've never, you've never humbled yourself. You've never been broken and contrite before other people and namely before the Lord and say, you know what? I never, never should have pimped and hoarded the vaccine. I never should have put masks on. I never should have pushed others to push, put masks on. I never should have locked down. Well, Tom, if I didn't lock down or I didn't vaccinate, I might have lost my job or get arrested. You lose your job and get arrested. You stand for what is right. Rodney Howard Brown stood and got arrested. Tony Spell stood, got arrested. Archie Pulaski stood and got arrested. Why is it up to them and not up to you? You're never truly, you're never truly repentant until you've come out and said, I was wrong. And that's what has to happen inside the American church. All these Christian leaders need to come out and say, you know, Tom, you're beating a dead horse. No, if I'm beating a dead horse, why do they keep coming out? And now they want you to get your fifth booster. If I'm beating a a dead horse, why is it that less than a month ago, Biden put back into, didn't put back into place. He continued the state of emergency. We've been in a state of emergency for almost 31 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. It's not, it's not me keeping COVID around in perpetuity. It's the globalist left and capitulating rhinos and capitulating lukewarm Christians. You have to come out and say, I was wrong. Period. If you did that, you even locked down your church for three days. You need to go out in front of your congregation and say, I was wrong. It's as simple as that. All right, onward. Townhall.com video. Ducey, this is going to be the president's fifth COVID shot. Play it for me. This is going to be President Biden's fifth COVID shot. They have all been on camera, but this is going to be the first one since he declared the pandemic is over. So Biden's getting his fifth COVID shot in this national news. Now, strangely, this will be the first one that he doesn't nationally televise. But of course, they put out the announcement that Biden is getting his fifth COVID shot. He's also been on Paxlovid, too. And he actually uh, publicized that later. I may have the video of that. I can't remember. So here's the latest. COVID's over. It's not. It'll never be over until people stand. And unless you say I was wrong, if you were ever wrong about it, if you ever put a mask on, you ever locked down, you ever social distance, you ever quarantined your healthy family, you were wrong. And unless you come out and say, I'm not saying come out and say to me, come out and say to your family, if you were the mom and you quarantined your healthy family, if you, I mean, then you need to go to your family and say, I was wrong, or they'll be happy, happy to quarantine again for cow farts. There's a lot of CO2 in the air. We need all quarantine. Okay, well, nobody's ever said I was wrong the first time, so it must be okay to do it. You're never truly on board until you acknowledge I was wrong. You have to go to God and you have to say, I'm a sinner. I, I've, I've sinned and I've fallen short of the glory of God, Romans 3.23. If you're going to be saved, you have to say, I sinned in order for you to be truly somebody who's going to stand. And I welcome anybody and everybody who now is willing to stand, Christian or not Christian. If you're going to stand and you ever capitulated, you need to repent of that capitulation. Now, if you're a leader, you need to do it publicly. All right, here's what the White House is putting out now. COVID's over. Is it really over? Play for me, other. <coughs> hey, Aaron, if you can mute that, put it side by side for just a second. You can mute it and just let it play. Now, here, here's my thing. Now, this is put out. By the president of the United States, this is put out. Now, I know that they're all running Biden, Ron Klain, Susan Rice, they're running Biden, Barack Obama, but it's, this is still put out by the White House. 
because COVID has never been about mitigating your percentage chances of catching a, a, an airborne virus. It's got nothing to do with that. It has to do with controlling you. They want you to get your fifth vaccination. So they put this out. COVID, how's COVID over when the White House, the, the United States of America, the, this current, I don't even like to say it, presidential administration is putting this out. How's COVID over? If they're going to break the, what they're going to do is vacillate back and forth between climate and COVID, COVID and climate. And again, they'll take 20% of your freedom. You'll re, you will not like that. You'll be like, you know what? We're going to rebel against it. We're going to stand up against it. So they'll give you 10% back. And then they'll come in and take another 20%. So that's 30%. And then, you know, you don't like that. So they give you back 10. Now, what does that add up to? 20%. You can bring it back to me. 20% of your freedoms are gone. But as you think, as you're thinking, you're getting them back. And by the way, that's the purpose of the rhino. The purpose of the rhino is to make you comfortable in assimilation. The purpose of the rhino is he comes in, the Democrats come and take 20% of your rights. The rhino comes in and doesn't give you all of your rights back because he is with them. He's actually with them. He's a mole inside of the Republican Party. And most of them are rhinos, by the way. Even people that that we think are staunch conservatives are actually rhinos. So where the rhino comes in after after the Democrats have taken 20% of your rights, I'm just making these numbers up. We've had way more than 20% of our rights taken. But the Democrats take 20% of your rights. The rhinos come in and say, you know what? We're fighting for you. Now we have put in this legislation that's going to give you back 4% of your rights. Hey, great Republican Party. But we still lost 16%. Democrats come in, take another 14% of your rights. And then the rhinos come in and say, you know what? We're getting you 5% back. Now we have 25% of our rights taken. And we keep voting for the same rhinos that are never getting our rights back. They're just slowing down your assimilation so that you do not vote them out of office. Even even, uh, entrenched liberals, old school liberals, are kept in place by liberals in name only inside of the progressive Democratic Party. The the old school liberals want free to be a, a bird or bee, they do want to slaughter the unborn because that's all they believe that's for freedom, except for the freedom of the poor unborn person who has no freedom, no rights. You know, they, they, they want actually want liberal, you know, uh, small government. But they're kept in place also by people that are feeding them lies out of their own party that we're here. You know, we're here. We're the un, we're the party of the union. You know, we're, we're the party of women, even though half of all of the forty one point two million abortions that they fund every year. Half of those people that they're killing are women. It's the women that are actually being trafficked at the Southern border. It's the women that are being raped by coyotes on their way. But yet these are the people who believe that open borders are for women's rights. They are kept in place by their version of a rhino because their, their party doesn't exist anymore. And by the way, our party really doesn't exist anymore. There's hardly any true conservatives. That's why November 8th is so important. But breaking 9-11 video, POTUS, almost everyone will die, for, everyone who will die from COVID this year will not be up to date on their shots. Play it for me. Virtually every COVID death in America is preventable. Virtually everyone. 
Almost everyone who will die from COVID this year will not be up to date on their shots or they will not have taken Paxlovid when they got sick. See, there he goes, pimping and whoring Paxlovid, Pfizer pimping and whoring the vaccine, Pfizer pimping and whoring the vaccine, Moderna partners with the NIH. So is that true? Then why has Rochelle Walensky's CDC eliminated the release of all hospitalization and death rate, all the hospitalization and death rates amongst the vaccinated? Why are we not allowed to know that nine out of every 10 people dying of COVID in the United States are the fully vaccinated, just like it is in Canada, just like it is in Israel, just like it is in in Great Britain, just like it is in Scotland? Why are we not allowed to know that? Why has the CDC stopped the release of all post-vaccination hospitalization and death rates. Why is that of COVID-19? Why is why have they done that? So that Joe Biden can, can come out and say, you know what? Almost everyone who will die of COVID will be those. He's not, notice how he's changed it now. It's no longer the unvaccinated. It's those who are not up to date in their shots. Because nine out of every 10 people in this country dying of COVID have two or more shots. So he can't come out and say the unvaccinated. But because they keep all of that material, all of that data, why is, why is that data confidential? Why is the CDC data on the hospitalization and death rates of the vaccinated, why, why is that kept confidential from you and I? Why would that be? So that Joe Biden can come out and bullface lie and nobody has any data to compare to his bullface lies. Now, why would they want to do it? Why would they just want to come out and lie? Because Joe Biden is a governor of a globalist state in his own mind, governed out of Wuhan, well, literally it's Wuhan, China, but it's Beijing, China, governed out of Davos, Switzerland. That's, who, that's who's governing Joe Biden, is Xi Jinping and Klaus Schwab. So that, that's their agenda. Joe Biden, whether he knows it or not. Now, listen, when I say that know it or not, they all know they're evil. They all know they're lying, whether they get the full global cabal uh, you know, whether they fully grasp the the fullness of the cabal, I don't, it doesn't matter. Whether they get that full globalist leftist cabal uh, revelation or not, it doesn't matter. But they're being used by the people that are putting that out. Does Joe Biden know? Probably not. Does Barack Obama know? Yes. Does Michelle Obama know? Yes. Klaus Schwab obviously knows. Xi Jinping knows. And a few others know. But the, the reason why Joe Biden puts this out is all to control humanity. They're, because they're still itching towards and etching towards the vaccine passports. It really is that way. That's what's happening right now. And if that doesn't work, it'll be a CO2 pa- passport. The CBDC. You know, uh, Central Bank Digital Currency Passport. That's what they all want. It's right out of the book of Revelation. And we'll get to that in just a minute. All right, so almost everyone who die will be somebody who's not up to date on their vaccination, no longer the pandemic of the unvaxxed. We prayed on this podcast that they would all be exposed and they're being exposed. They cannot lie. But what needs to happen is when Republicans take over in January of next year, they need to, re- they need to refuse to fund the CDC, NIH, or FDA, and of course the FBI, but that's a side note. You need to refuse to fund them unless they release the vaccinated hospitalization and death rates. 
Why, is, why have they stopped releasing that data in the United States, in Canada, in Australia, in England? Why, have they, why are they refusing to let us know how many people who are vaccinated get hospitalized? How many people who are vaccinated for all for COVID-19 die of COVID-19, are hospitalized for COVID-19 and die of COVID-19? That's, we want, why, why is it that all of that information is redacted? And why is it that nobody cares? And where's the Republican Party? Remember, because the Republican Party is actually partners with the Democrats, not not the conservatives inside the, the Republican Party. I myself am a Republican. But they're partnered with them to usher along. Their, their job is to usher along the agenda slowly so that you don't vote them out of power because it's better to usher in the globalist cabal slowly than nothing at all. If they did it too fast, which is what they did with COVID, they overstepped and everybody retracted and recoiled. Because nobody is taking this fifth booster. We are winning. And we're going to win huge on November 8th. We are winning. Take, let him be the glory and the lifter of your head. Psalm 3.3. We are winning. All right, here's another Washington Free Beacon video. Biden says if you don't get the COVID boosters, you're putting yourself and other people unnecessarily at risk. Play it for me. The COVID shot each year will be all they need. And if you get it, you're protected. And if you don't, you're putting yourself and other people unnecessary risk. The shot is free. It's widely available and conveniently located just in time for the holiday season. Look. I see that Facebook is playing games again. So everybody on Facebook, I'm sorry that's happening to you. Switch over to Rumble. You should already have the Rumble app. You've got to have a Getter app. You've got to have a Rumble app. You've got to have a Gab app. Go over to Black Robe TV. That's my own, my ministry's own hosting site. It's been working flawlessly. It's difficult. People are like, they can't, doesn't always work. Well, we're working on it. I mean, it's, it's a hosting site. It's like a miniature YouTube. So we're working on it to make it perfect. It is currently working perfectly. Go over to, is anybody on about YouTube on your channel, Aaron? Uh, Aaron Yeager, YouTube channel is also working. Of course, you probably, you may not be watching since you've already been banned off of Facebook. And listen, our redemption draweth nigh, which just brings up uh, another subject. Twitter is about to be bought, according to news reports, on Friday. The check is signed by Elon Musk. Hopefully he makes it a free speech platform. A free speech platform that we can switch to off of because we used to be on what was that called Periscope? We used to be we used to be on Periscope, but Twitter had a decent following. And hopefully, he reinstates that, lets everybody have free speech. On the only reason why they're you're only allowed to be to do go live on Twitter if you're approved. And by the way, Getter, you guys need to get moving and stop being like you're either approved or you're not approved to go on Getter Live so that podcasts like mine can go live on Getter because we'll go live on Getter, live on Twitter. We might not even need Facebook anymore because Facebook is still lost in the dark ages and their algorithms, if you say ivermectin, say vaccines, whatever it is, then their algorithm starts uh, turning people off, shadow banning you, limiting your reach, all the garbage that they do. So switch over to blackrobetv.com, switch over to Rumble, switch over to Aaron Yeager. You're like, Tom, where's your YouTube page? I got two strikes, I'm banned for life as a ministry. We got two strikes as a person. So we, you know, whenever we get two strikes, we always back off and then um, just don't, don't broadcast on there until a strike comes down, then we go back onto YouTube again. So that, this is why we have to have a parallel economy. I don't want to get too far into this because I'm talking about vaccines and COVID right now, but this is why we have to have a parallel economy. Parallel entertainment, parallel Walmart. You're like, Tom, that just sounds so separatist. I'm not trying to separate. 
at all. Liberals will be, all liberals are welcome on True Social, you know, uh, Trump social media page, uh, app. They're all welcome. All welcome on Getter. All welcome on Black Robe TV. All welcome to watch. All welcome to write whatever it is you want to write. We may ban you, but I mean, we may kick you off if you write, you know, nasty, you know, profanities or threats of violence and stuff. But that's the, that's the, that's the, uh, that's the platform rule anyway. So hopefully, hopefully this stuff ends coming up on Twitter, you know, with, with Elon Musk buying it, but we'll see. All right, back to, back to vaccines and COVID. Where am I at guys? Am I at Washington Free Beacon? Greg Price. All right, Greg Price video. Biden, if you're fully vaccinated, get one more COVID shot. Play it for me. And if you're fully vaccinated, get one more COVID shot once a year. That's it. So he tells you, if you're if you're fully vaccinated, get one more COVID. He says he says it with such demonic conviction. Get one more COVID shot once a year. Get just all just one more COVID shot once a year. So if you're 20 and you live to 80, you got 60 shots to go. 60, 60 COVID shots, 60 COVID vaccinations to go. And I already played the Robert W. Malone video that shows that the flu shots that everybody's so high on, even COVID anti-vaxxers are high on the flu shot. Now, flu shot does the same thing. It basically gives you, it limits your immune system. Well, I could, well, you know what? Because then you keep getting the flu and keep thinking you need to go get another shot. It's the same thing with the COVID, with, with the COVID shot, which gives you antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome, which really, it, which really is the equivalent of HIV, which is why you're seeing excess mortality skyrocket. I'll use as an example, Germany, their excess mortality in one year is up 6%. That is huge, huge amount of people dying. Why? Because nobody has the ability to fight off cancer. That's your immune system. Nobody has the ability to fight off uh, a common cold. Nobody has the ability to fight off Omicron. And I want to go over this with the video I played before because I got sidetracked talking about the, the you know the Nazi style uh, operation of Facebook banning everybody. Joe Biden says almost everyone will die from COVID. This no, that's not the one. Biden says if you don't get a COVID, sh- oh yeah, there it is. Biden says if you this is a Washington Free Beacon video. Biden says if you don't get the COVID boosters, you're putting yourself and other people unnecessarily at risk. Does that make any sense? You're putting yourself at risk. Well, most people that are hospital, nine out of 10, that's the stats coming out of Canada. Nine out of 10 people, nine out of 10 people that are hospitalized for COVID are fully vaccinated. Nine out of 10 COVID deaths, fully vaccinated. So how are you protecting yourself by getting vaccinated? Doesn't prevent transmission doesn't prevent infection. The CDC, the head of the CDC, Rochelle Walensky, five times vaccinated, is currently sick with COVID, probably taking Pexlovid too, making sure that she follows the globalist uh, protocols. And is very glad, by the way, I heard I heard through the grapevine just watching a news program, that she's very glad that she's vaccinated against the virus she currently has. She's very glad to be vaccinated. And then he says, so number one, you're, you're putting yourself at risk. How are you putting yourself at risk? And most people who are hospitalized and dying of COVID are vaccinated. So that doesn't make any sense. And then he says, you're putting other people necessarily at risk. These people, the, their, their lying has absolutely no bounds. Their dishonesty have, has no bounds. No matter how much it comes out, no matter how much the truth and data comes out and says that the vaccination doesn't stop transmission or infection, even the Fauci's had to come out and say it. Rochelle Walensky has had to come out and say it. No retractions, by the way. Again, 
This is why I always tell you as a Christian, you should be retracting. You should be publicly admitting I was wrong. They don't ever do it. The demonic left never does it, which means you should be doing it. Rochelle Walensky has even had to admit it doesn't stop transmission infection, but yet the president of the United States, and we all know, by the way, it's not just him talking. He never speaks off the cuff. He's reading off of a teleprompter, put, you know, and all of that verbiage has been given him by Ron Klain or Susan Rice or Barack Obama. We know that. He's just reading it off. So they are pushing an agenda. They'll let him be the fall guy because everyone will go, you know what, Joe Biden's just bold-faced lying. The thing, how, does it, how are you putting other people at risk? How is it? That's, that is the foundation of all vaccine passports and mandates to stop transmission and infection using a vaccine that doesn't stop transmission and infection. But just like Joe Biden comes out and says four police officers were killed on 1-6. How were they killed? What were their names? Never gives their names. Never says how they were killed. Were they shot? Were they beaten to death? What, were they trampled? How were they, how were they killed? I mean, we know Ashley Babbitt was shot through the neck by Lieutenant Michael Byrd of the, of the Capitol Police Force for absolutely no reason. We got that. But how were the four officers killed on 1-6? But they keep saying it over and over again. Because, see, these people, it doesn't, they know that it comes right out of Hosea 4.6, that most people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject you. That's Yahweh speaking to the people of Israel. So he knows that most people are not going to look into it. Most people probably believe the vaccine, vaccine stopped transmission and infection, even though they're witnessing them not stop transmission and infection. You have Rochelle Walensky, who's sick with COVID right now. She's, she's surrounded 100% of the time with 100% fully vaccinated people, but lo and behold, she has COVID-19. And she's five times vaccinated. So, But yeah, you have the President of the United States using his bully pulpit, walking up to the podium and saying, the vaccination will keep you safe and keep others safe. How does it keep others safe when it doesn't stop transmission and infection? All right, Cali 2 video, terrifying if true. Play it for me, Ryan Cole. Next. This is fascinating and also a little concerning. So the, the spike, the S2, the S1, the S2 binds to a receptor uh, called protein P53. It's the guardian, guardian of the genome. And when you have dysregulation of P53, you activate cancer genes. This is concerning as well. Again, scientifically, if we were doing good science and developing something properly, these are all the things that would be done in the animal models. The people were the animal this year when the virus came out. They didn't do animal trials before rolling this out on all of us. These aren't approved. The one that's approved isn't available in the United States. Comirnaty. The other three are still experimental. I don't know how you mandate something experimental for the which a side effect is death. Just consider that for a minute, if we're allowing our politicians to mandate things. All right, if you decide you're going to get a shot, prove injury or not, here's a few simple things you can do. Next, please. We know that the shots can cause clotting, microclotting. How do we measure that in the lab? So I, if, if, if someone you know, put a gun to my head, which is essentially what they're doing with your job and coercion, and it's not scientifically, morally, or ethically the right thing to do, but if you want to know if you're getting injured before or after the shot, get these measured. Do a D-dimer. That shows if you're clotting. Do a sedimentation rate, do a C-reactive protein, do a troponin, that tells heart damage. Get your basic blood count, get your metabolic panel. Then wait a week or two weeks after the shot and see what those do. And you know physiologically and pathophysiologically what's happening inside the human body. If you want evidence against your employer, I would do this. Because they're the ones that should be liable for mandating you 
to do something that's an experiment on humanity to maintain your gainful employment, that's coercion. That's not science. Of course, that's Dr. Ryan Cole, board-certified pathologist out of the Mayo Clinic, who's now been publicly rebuffed by the medical community because he tells the truth and defies the agenda. The agenda is create COVID-19 and get to the vaccine passport, a one-world commerce system with a singular access point, that access point controlled by a tyrant or a tyrannical government. And they are all working toward that goal. You have all this science right here. You just said the vaccine causing antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome and that you're wondering why excess deaths are, are globally through the roof. I keep being, there, There's a few honest, or at least pseudo-honest, foreign versions of CDCs and FDAs that are releasing actual data, Israel being one, Germany being another. England was great. Now they've shut off their information. Why would that happen? Again, because it defies the agenda. The agenda is for you to get vaccinated or for you to be punished not to be vaccinated. Both is good for the globalist left. Because if you're willing to be vaccinated, you are, you are willing to get your QR code and mark of the beast on your phone, which eventually will transition to your right hand or your forehead. That's a, oh, that's just right-wing Alex Jones conspiracy. It's not right-wing conspiracy, evangelical Christian. It's not right-wing conspiracy. It's revelation, which is Jesus. Revelation chapter 13 and 14, which is the word of God. John chapter 1, verse 1. John chapter 1, verse 14. 1 John chapter 5, verse 7. Jesus is the word of God. It's not right-wing conspiracy theory. He causes all both small and great, rich and, uh, rich and poor, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. It's not right-wing conspiracy theory. It's Jesus himself, evangelical Christian, who never preaches it, never looks it up, never senses the antichrist spirit when you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel in the United States, in Canada, in Australia, in England, in the European Union, without some sort or some form of vaccine passport. Oh, no, there was you know, vestiges of freedom inside the United States. Of course there is, because really we are supposed to be a conglomeration of basically 50 independent states. And some of those states take advantage of that. Some, uh, some of those states can't bend over any faster. So Ryan Cole simply says that these vaccinations are causing capillary blood clotting, which is why you're seeing uh, athletes around the globe dropping dead at 28 times the rate of normal, 28 times that we know of, 28 times the great, uh, why excess death is up in a country like Germany, 6%, that's huge, 6% increase. And by the way, it's probably more than that. And why you have all of our data inside of the United States being kept confidential, being kept classified, CDC, Centers for Disease Control, are they a bioweapons lab? Are they, which they're not, not, they're not using that as some, some sort of right-wing conspiracy. Are they part of the military? So why is the NIAID information being sequestered? Why is the NIH information being sequestered? Why is the CDC information being kept confidential? Why? Why? Because it, it pushes forward. It enables them to come out and say, get another booster. And you have Ryan, because it, again, you're like, well, why would they want to do that? to control you and it's either result is good if you're if you're stupid enough to get the first one stupid enough to get the second one the third one the fourth one the fifth one and take Paxlovid while you're sick they know that you will sign up for a vaccine passport and if not the vaccine passport then then a common pass a green card a mark on your right hand or on your forehead they know that they want now tom do they all have the globalist vision in mind no they're just evil a lot of them 
Some have the global vision. Some of them do. Some of them have the globalist, leftist, bourgeois, elitist, leftist agenda, global agenda at heart. Some of them are just selfish, globalist leftists. They're just doing what they're ordered to do because it profits them personally and they're spineless little capitulating worms. And that's the same way also even even with people on the right. So here you have Ryan Cole, board certified, Mayo Clinic pathologist, who's looked under the slides. Anthony Fauci has never looked under. You think Rochelle Walensky, college professor, has ever looked at a slide under a microscope of anything having to do with COVID-19 or vaccinations? Anything at all? Absolutely not. Either as Anthony Fauci has absolutely no idea what he's talking about at all. I remember Scott Atlas, who who came on late to Donald Trump's uh, COVID response task force, who Deborah Burks and Fauci were running, he marveled at how unprepared Burks and Fauci were and how they actually mispronounced. They never brought in any, any studies at all. They'd walk into rooms with no paperwork, no studies, nothing. There's a myriad of studies. They had Axe Force Leonidas that was coming out of Stanford. Myriad of studies, big time studies coming out of Australia initially when Australia wasn't all full of COVID camps and totalitarianism. They actually had scientists that were putting slides of COVID-19 under the microscope and saying this is a man-made virus. Nothing. Nothing was, nothing was getting into those briefings with Fauci and Burks running them to Trump. That's why Trump, Trump, put out, Trump did all the wrong things. They should have fired them, cost them the election, but I'm not going to digress into that. But they're woefully unprepared. They have not looked at anything. None of the, well, I mean, come on. Rochelle Walensky, I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, she's a college professor. She's no idea what she's talking about. So you have Ryan Cole saying that this is causing people to have antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome, ADE, and it's causing cancer rates to go through the roof because the body is no longer fighting against cancer. But what does Joe Biden tell you to do? Play it for me, other. And if you're fully vaccinated... Get one more COVID shot once a year. That's it. So that's what Joe Biden tells you to do. Look at this, Matt Horwood tweet. They're just not normal clots. Now, does that even look like a clot to you? I mean, I again, I'm no medical professional at all. Of course, not even not remotely close. I just read. Does that even look like a clot to you? It doesn't look like a clot. It looks like a fibrous tumor. Does it not? They're just not normal clots. Say who? The pathologists say who? The morticians. These are not normal clots. It's almost like it's a tissue, not a blood clot. Before, only 10 to 15% would be clotted. Now I'm lucky to have bodies that are not clotted. Say the morticians and say the pathologists. You can discredit what I'm saying all day long with words, but you cannot unsee what a mortician and a pathologist are seeing. You cannot unsee what they're seeing. Those clots, they're not even clots. They're really fibrous tumors because these people have ADE and they cannot fight off their body forming tumors. Ryan Cole just said it. He just said it. And what does Joe Biden tell you to do? Put the, put the video on there for me. The next one, Greg, Greg Price. What does Joe Biden tell you? And if you're fully vaccinated, get one more COVID shot once a year. That's it. Me? You just saw the picture. Fibrous, you know, they're calling them clots. I'll just call them clots. Fibrous clots, never, yeah, side by side, that never seen before. And what is Joe Biden's advice? This has never happened in the history of the world, this right here. Nothing. And it's just like Ryan Cole. So you're always quoting Ryan Cole. Well, of course. I'm always quoting Robert W. Malone, Peter McCullough, 
Simone Gold, Charles Hoff. There are people who have actually studied it. Unlike Anthony Fauci's never looked at one thing, not one thing about COVID. None. He's been, he's been trotting around the world for the last 30 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. So I, I believe, it came, I believe it, the, uh, that COVID-19 was a, was a naturally born disease. Naturally evolving disease came from an animal reservoir and hopped onto a human reservoir when everybody who looked at it under a, micro, a microscope saying, this is man-made, this is synthetic. He's never looked at a daggum thing. But you got to leave this up for him. Ryan Cole looks under the microscope. By the way, he's been saying this for over a year. He's been putting this stuff out for over a year. What does he have to gain? He's lost his entire life. So is Robert W. Malone. So is Peter McAuliffe. These were world-renowned experts who have now been cast aside because they're not part of the globalist, bourgeois, elitist, leftist, take over the world, one world commerce system with a singular access point agenda. They're not part of that. So if you, you put out information like this, that defies the one world commerce agenda. It defies it. So they, this information cannot come out. But this is exactly what he's saying is happening. And the morticians and the coroners are saying the same thing. This is what they're finding in people. It used to be, as, as the slide says, it used to be 10 to 15% of the dead people that would come in have the, have, would have these fibers or would have blood clots. But not only that, but he said, these are, they would have blood clots, not, not these. These they've never seen before. These 10 to 15% of dead people would have blood clots, of course, because they'd been seriously injured or even died of them for pulmonary embolism. But these are not, they're saying not only now it's almost impossible to find anybody without these clots, but the clots look like this. Those aren't even blood, folks. It's supposed to be a blood clot. This looks like, like they say up here, it's like, it's like tissue, not a blood clot. Now let's go to the next one. Epoch, Epoch Times tweet. People who received two or three doses of an mRNA COVID-19 vaccine were more likely to contract COVID-19 with symptoms, according to a new study. Now, I pray, leave this up. Now, I've prayed over this. Now, right now, it's the Epoch Times. Love the Epoch Times. We actually get them delivered to our house. I like the, I love the Epoch Times. But they're, they're considered right wing. But by the way, right mean, in my mind, is correct. You know, like Gateway Pundit. Federalist, Dan Bongino, the Bongino Report, Steve Bannon, right-wing publications, right-wing media, 100%, almost 100% correct all the time. Miss it every now and then. But as I've said, I pray that all this information would be revealed. Now, new studies are coming out. And what it's saying here is that what you have is what's called reversed efficacy, which means you are more likely to catch the disease you're vaccinated against. That's reverse efficacy. And that's exactly what we're seeing. Yeah, again, all of this information is now kept from the public, is banned from the public. Otherwise, we know, because the last chunk of information that came out of Canada was nine out of 10 of their hospitalizations and deaths from COVID-19 were amongst the, were amongst the vaccinated, 73% of them fully vaccinated. So, but, but that was it. Now they've cut off all that information themselves. And now our CDC has cut out all, those, all that information. But here's what the studies are saying, that you're actually more likely to get COVID if you're vaccinated. Why is that? Again, because you have antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome, you do not have the ability to fight off the virus. People with Yahweh's immunity, the creator's immunity, who didn't inject themselves with a synthetic mRNA vaccination, gene-manipulating, gene-altering vaccination, are far less likely to get sick with COVID, hospitalized with COVID, 
or die of COVID. That's why Joe Biden has had to change his rhetoric. You can bring it back to me. That's why he's had to change his rhetoric. Normally, it would be this is a this is going to be a dark fall of all the, the pandemic of the unvaccinated. You can't say that anymore because what we've prayed on this show, that they would all be exposed and that the data would be so overwhelming that even the mainstream media would have to report on it. It's happening because when you can't hide the bodies for forever. You can't, eventually the Holocaust came out. Now, how long was the Holocaust actually kept confidential? Well into the 40s and it began in the 30s, early in the 30s. It kept confidential for a decade. They'll try to do the same thing here. Why, why did Pfizer want to keep their developmental data classified and confidential for 75 years? They're trying to do that, but it's all coming out now. It's coming out that if you're vaccinated against COVID-19, you're more likely that it's actually has a, it, it's actually has reverse efficacy and you're actually more likely to catch the virus. But Joe Biden tells you to do what? Play it for me. And if you're fully vaccinated, get one more COVID shot. going to stand then you have to admit your original failing you're like tom everybody watching this is on your side from day one not everybody i know i'm primarily preaching to the choir and what you need to do if you have people like that who are now anti-vax anti-mass they're against the agenda but they capitulated for all of 2020 they need to come out and say they were wrong not necessarily to you just to themselves and, and then maybe it's a friend of yours and the person's just like, yeah, you know, I agree, I agree, I'm all with you. But the person has never actually said, you know, I really blew it. I'm somebody who does that. The people who are sitting in this room with me right now are close friends and family. We all do that. We, you know, you're wrong. You say it. Otherwise, you're vulnerable to that same wrongness wrapped in a gi- different gift wrapping paper. All right, let's go on to this one. Dr. Asim Horta tweet. I want to get the names right. Love these people. New Japanese research preprint publication. SARS-CoV-2 vaccination was associated with a writ with higher risk of myocarditis. Not only, now how has it been pimped and hoard? I'm leave this up. It's been pimped that this is a young man's disease post-vaccination, which by the way, is a national atrocity, an international global atrocity. The thousands upon thousands, and remember the remember the, remember these uh, just these few stats, that fifty percent of the athletes that were just tested in the Big Ten in the United States in the Big Ten athletes, fifty percent of them had undetected myocarditis. Fifty percent, fifty percent, and you need to remember that they all they all act like myocarditis is no big deal, but two out of five people who get myocarditis are dead. They die of it. Okay, it's it's a big freaking deal. It's a big deal. 
They make everything a small deal that's a big deal. And everything that's a big deal a small deal. That's what they do. So you have it here. It's been, it's been pimped as it's a young man's thing. It's not a young man's thing. That's a bold-faced lie. It's an everybody thing. Half of those, when they tested those athletes in the Big Ten, those weren't all young men. Those were women too. And 50% of those athletes had undetected myocarditis. 50%. Because they, they had a symbolic gun to their head that, you know what, in order for you to compete, you will get vaccinated. So SARS-CoV-2 vaccination was associated with higher risk of myocarditis death. Not just myocarditis, death. Not only in young adults, but also in all age groups, including the elderly. See, the new research is coming out. Japan right now, even though Japan was a totalitarian COVID state, they're actually putting out honest research for now. Now, will the government be able to take the impact of the truth upon their COVID totalitarianism. Who knows? That's why Justin Trudeau shut it down. That's why, that's why Rochelle Walensky, you think, you think that the COVID-19 post-vaccination hospitalization and death rate data would be sequestered if Trump was president? Absolutely not. He had nothing to lose. He never mandated it. He has pimped and ordered it. And I hate that about his agenda. Hate it. And he stopped talking about it now. At least for the 99% of the time, he doesn't talk about it. 100% of the time, he doesn't talk about it anymore. Smart move politically. It's, I can tell you this. He comes out with some giant vaccination policy. That's it for me. That's it for me with Trump. But anyway, so again, it's just bold-faced lies. They come out and say it's a, it's a young man's disease post-vaccination. No, it's an everybody disease. That's the studies that are coming out. Here's another one. Question all tweet. Before COVID jab, there were four cases per million. Four, now get this. Now I want Everybody actually, even in the, in the studio here, listen to this stat. Before COVID jab, there were four cases per, per million. For, four cases, what's that? Not, uh, so 990, what, what would it be, Aaron? 999,996 people would not have myocarditis, right? Not have it. Now... 25,000 out of a million have it. That, look, think, of, think of that change. Four out of a million people would get COVID, would get myocarditis. Four out of a million. And remember, half the time, roughly half the time, myocarditis is deadly. It's the swelling of the tissue around your heart. Deadly. 50% of the time. And life-altering basically 100% of the time. So it used to happen four times out of a million amongst young people, four times, which is, you know, again, don't ever want to belittle anybody's infirmity. I hate it. I want to lay hands on them and see them made well, which is the will of God for every person. If you're watching this right now and you are not well for vaccinations or any other reason, God wants you well. He took up your infirmities and he carried your diseases. Psalm 103.3. Latest, latest count after jab. 25,000. So we've gone from four. Now, how many, how many, how far have we gone up in athletes' deaths? We used to average this number. Now it's 28 times that. It changed when? Not 2020 with the epicenter of the pandemic, the, the plague that they have a 99.997% survival uh, chance against young men do. But, but not. This didn't happen during the epicenter of the plague. It, it didn't happen in 2020. It didn't happen in 1918, 17, 16. It didn't happen any of that. 
but it happened in starting in 2021. Well, what entered the scene in 2021 that took our myocarditis rates from four out of a million to 25,000 out of a million? And those are the ones that are detected. And out of the big 10, 50% of their cases were undetected, which is why you see young people dropping dead. What is that? What do you got? So we've gone from a, oh, that's brilliant. And my producer Aaron's giving me this. The percentage, your chance of getting myocarditis went from 0.00004% to 0.02%. Huge, huge. And that's what we know. And it's probably sadly, sad to say three to four times what we currently know. But what does Joe Biden tell you to do? Play it. And if you're fully vaccinated, get one more COVID shot once a year. That's it. That's what he tells you. Myocarditis used to be two out of a million people would get myocarditis. Young men would get myocarditis. Now it's 25,000. What does Joe Biden tell you to do? Go get another one. You, you already got myocarditis from your first shot. And because you're, because you went to the hospital and now permanently on medication and then because, but your employer said, you know what? Not good enough. You still got it. You're, you live, you know, under Dan Andrews in Victoria, Australia. Not good enough. You want to work, get your second. Get your third. Get your fourth. Now get your fifth. And while you're sick, take Pfizer's Paxlovid. That Joe Biden dutifully pimps and whores for everybody to see because it's all about control. It's all about getting you to the place where you cannot get a job. You can't buy fuel. Can't buy a plane ticket. Can't work unless you have a vaccine passport. Uh, really? A one world commerce system with a singular access point. It's too simplistic to say vaccine passport. That's just the gateway to it all. The infrastructure has been put in place because of the vaccine passport. But it'll be about CBDCs. That's what it's really going to be about. Control bank digital currency. That's, you better keep your eye. There's a reason why the Bible speaks about not in, not in verbatim language, but a cashless society. It's all about control and they will lie to get it. Here's, here's a nice montage of the bold-faced demonic liars featuring Dr. Anthony Foucher and, and NIAID director, Dr. Foucher, Fauci, Joe Biden, obviously uh, president of the United States, Rochelle Walensky, CDC director, Rachel Maddow, Pravda Media, Bill Gates, expert, and Albert Borla, Pfizer CEO. Watch the clown show. Play it for me. And when people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. <laughs> you're okay. You're not, going to, you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. <laughs> Our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that, that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick, um, and, and that it's not just in the clinical trials, but it's also in real-world data. If you get vaccinated, that vaccine will basically prevent you from getting sick with COVID. It will prevent you from having to go to the hospital with COVID symptoms. It will prevent you from dying from COVID. Great. Good for you. What this means is that we can get there with vaccines. Instead of the virus being able to hop from person to person to person, potentially mutating and becoming more virulent and drug resistant along the way, now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus, 
the virus does not infect them, the virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. Everyone who takes the vaccine is not just protecting themselves, but reducing their transmission uh, to other people and allowing society to get back to normal. A lot of indications right now that uh, are telling us that there is uh, uh, a protection against uh, transmission of the disease. There is no variant that we have identified that escapes the protection of our vaccine. So there's all the liars, all of which, every last one. By the way, that was put out by Rage Against the Vaccine. Make sure you follow them on Twitter. Every single one of those people in that video have something to gain by pimping and whoring the vaccine. Whether it's Rachel Maddow who's simply wanting Democrats to be elected, and it's the Democrats that want all the COVID policies. Why? Because they're the ones who want tyranny. They're the ones who want a one-world commerce system with a singular access point that they control. Therefore, they can usher in their agenda without any democracy getting in the way as they sit there and advocate for democracy. Look at this pic, Daily Mail. Government lab in Maryland. By the way, let me put this, let me add this in there because I found this out. Funded by Anthony Fauci's NIAID. Now remember, we already put out the Boston hospital or the Boston lab, it's not Boston hospital, that was juicing up COVID-19 that has made a COVID-19 variant that has an 80% death rate. That's a fact. It's all gain-of-function research. Now, an Anthony Fauci, NIAID, funded government lab in Maryland, plans to create a hybrid monkeypox strain that is more deadly than one currently spreading in the United States. Why would they do this? Why exactly would these people do this? You might be thinking so they can release it and kill people. Way too simplistic. I'm not, I'm not belittling you. I'm just telling you it's way too simplistic. It's to get people to take vaccinations. Because if you, and, and it's just like what, what Rochelle Walensky and the CDC has done this past week is put out their mandate. They, they call it recommendation. But for most, not for most states, for all, well, for all blue states and for many states, any CDC recommendation becomes policy with school boards, every this is what the CDC, the vaunted CDC has recommended that every child in order to enter school this year must have a vaccination against COVID-19 of which they have zero chance of spreading, zero chance of being hospitalized with and zero chance of dying of. But anyway, they all must be vaccinated against it. Okay, that's that's the point of all of this. That's that's the that's the point of it all. And you're like, why would they juice them up? Because if they if they have now, they're not going to release them. They're creating vaccinations against them. That was really the point of COVID nineteen. They released it on purpose, but it was a very non virulent disease. Just remember, the average age of COVID, as you've heard me say over the last almost thirty one months of fifteen days to flatten the curve, the average age of COVID, average COVID death age in the United States was seventy nine. Average lifespan in the United States is seventy seven. It was meant to kill some people, to force people into a vaccination. And not, you're like, well, why would, you, why would they want them vaccinated? It's got nothing to do with being vaccinated. It has, it has to do with vaccine passports, that you have to come their way to enter into their system. Whatever their way is right now or what it once was, 
was vaccine mandates. So by the way, they're not down. You can't be in the military unless you're vaccinated. Can't enter the United States unless you're vaccinated. Can't work for the federal government unless you're vaccinated. That's where we still currently are. They remember what I tell you. They just take away chunks of your freedom and many people just assimilate to it. Well, you know what? Baby formula now. We just have, you know, we've just gotten used to it. So, you know, we can get it on Monday. Can't get it on Tuesday, Wednesday. Sometimes you can get it on Thursday. You can always get it on Friday. Can't get it over the weekend. People just get used to it. When we used to have baby formula on the shelves 24-7. People get assimilated. And that's the point of all of this stuff. Of all of it. They just keep on. And they, if they can, you know, the point of developing and, and gain, of gain of functioning, so to speak, COVID-19, was to make it so that, oh, you know what? This thing is deadly. We've got to create a vaccine against it. And it could be, you know, it's out there, you know, whatever verbiage they use. And then it ushers people in to the dictates. They've noticed that people are willing to get vaccinated. You know, for polio, for the mumps, all of which do not have an animal host so that vaccines work. If it has an animal host, it just hops back and the animal mutates and re-releases and does the same thing inside of a human being. It's the only reason why measles works. It doesn't have an animal host. It's the only reason why mumps works. It doesn't have an animal host. It's the only reason why polio works. To whatever degree they work, I'm just saying, they only work, they only work, so to speak, because there is no animal host that causes them to endlessly mutate. But the point of it all is to juice these things up to create vaccinations that they mandate on you, that you will say no to, but they'll go, you know what? And right now, your kids can't go to school without them, but eventually you can't bank without them. Oh, I don't need to bank, I have gold. No, bank's been eliminated by CBDCs. A lot of us don't grasp the, the global vision. You know, everyone thinks, well, I'll just fall back on this or fall back on that. Unless you have actual assets to fall back on, then people will be like, well, you know, I'll just go move to the mountains. Okay, I'm all in that. I'm, like I told you, I'm a closet prepper myself. Got, I've got, you know, lots of, I used to have lots of guns, but, you know, again, with the FBI floating around, I just, you know, I don't know what happened. I was out canoeing in the Mayaka River. And as a result of an alligator attack, they all just, i sank to the bottom of the Mayaka River in an undisclosed location. But the point, you know, the point of all of this is to leverage you into a one world commerce system. And people are like, well, I'll fall back to gold. I'll fall back to cash. They're now made useless. It's all CBDCs. See, I mean, well, I'll fall back on my, on my food that I have stored up. Well, okay. What do you do when you're, you have an impact in molar? You're going to cast away it like Tom, Tom Hanks and cast away with a blade from a, uh, ice skate. <laughs> kink, kink. No, in order for you to get dental care, you'll have to, it, it'll be through a CBDC that's controlled by a tyrannical government. That's the point of it all. That does that have to happen while you and I are alive? No. Now, you know, what is restraining that he may be revealed in his own time. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way, the rapture of the church. And then the lawless one will be revealed. We must, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 through 8, we must restrain. You're not not restraining squat when you put a mask on. You're not restraining squat when you go and buy an electric car. Oh, Tommy, you're just just saying how great Elon Musk was. Oh, you know what? He needs to figure out, just go to SpaceX. Because electric cars are, are all part of the global cabal to control you. All right, Marina Medben tweet. New Supreme Court, uh, New York Supreme Court, 
reinstalls all fired unvaccinated employees, orders back pay, says the state violated rights, acted arbitrarily and capriciously. Notes, being vaccinated does not prevent individual an individual from contracting or transmitting the virus. That's correct. So why are there any mandates in place? Why do we have a military vaccine mandate in place, which is a violation of their contract because it's not an FDA-approved drug. Only one drug's FDA-approved, that's Comirnaty, and not one person in the military has been injected with Comirnaty, nor in the United States. And here's the thing, I... I got this from my producer, Aaron. Do you know how the state actually responded to that Supreme Court order in New York? The state, Kathy Hochul, responded with a, an appeal. They'll, they're appealing that so they can keep all those people fired. Now, why would they do that? Again, the reason they said, the reason why they were mandating the vaccine, a symbolic gun to your head, you lose your job, you lose your ability to earn money, you lose the ability to feed your family unless you're vaccinated because we want everybody vaccinated so that you don't spread the virus, right? That's the purpose of it all. Otherwise, it would just be self-responsibility, right? I don't get vaccinated and I die of COVID-19, right? This could never happen to me because I bind and loose, Matthew 16, 19. But that should be the point of it. So now that we know that it doesn't prevent transmission or infection, why do they have a mandate in place? To control you. So that they can control the singular access point to a one-world commerce system. You can't come in unless we tell you come in. And most people who are vaccinated are spineless Democrats and spineless Republicans who get vaccinated. You know, I'm talking about even so-called strong conservatives. And they always start off every time. Listen, I'm vaccinated. I agree with them. Okay, understand that that's a compromised individual as well as all the pastors and Christians who have never come out and said they were wrong. Phil Kirpin video. Here's the state, not the state of New York, the state of New York City. Why would NYC continue to go all out to fire workers who decline the vaccine? Play for me, Heather. Justify, Mr. Mayor, uh, that uh, you're removing this mandate for private sector employees, but not for public sector employees. Many of them have been fired from their jobs because of this uh, mandate. I don't think anything dealing with COVID is makes sense, and there's no logical pathway of one can do. Um, you make the decisions based on how to keep our city safe, how to keep our uh, employees operating. By taking the vaccine, uh, we were able to keep the city open. And so we have to do it according to what's best in the medical uh, science. And a doctor, Dr. Fasan has done an amazing job. That's how we're here. I don't know if people realize that. That is why we are here. And so the determination now from our medical team is to state remove the so there we go now there there of course is the really honestly the dumbest human being on the planet outside of let me see the dumbest human being on the planet let's see i got now well, it's you know it's him or kamala it's one of the two right i mean it's him or kamala both of them completely out of their element have absolutely no idea this is a man who's in charge of nine million people and here's his response he's asked you may not have been able to hear the beginning when the reporter was talking, was asking him a question. He, the reporter was asking, why is the vaccine mandate being taken down for private institutions? In other words, now in New York, you can actually enter a restaurant. For the first time, now in over 20 months, you can now enter a restaurant in New York without your vaccine passport. You can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without that QR code on your phone. Sounds very eerily familiar to Revelation 13, does it not? But now that's been taken down. Again, remember, they take away your rights. Now, Eric Adams still has full emergency powers. He's never relinquished them. They came after Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan because Michigan is really a red state 
They just they just manufacture votes in the middle of the night in Detroit. That's how they, they maintenance their blueness, so to speak. Uh, they keep electing people like Wretched Witless and even vote uh, vote for Democrats in the presidential elections because they just manufacture ballots in the middle of the night in Detroit, Michigan, as proven in 2020. But what he, well, the question was, why is it that you're taking down the private vaccine mandate, but yet for city workers, the mandate's still in place? Why would that be? So that every city worker is a Democrat. That's why. Again, leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point. You're not allowed to work. You want to work for the city? You want to be a cop in the city? Nah. You want to be a garbage collector in city? Nah. You want to be a road worker? No. You want that great NYC pension? Nope. Not for you on vaccinated one because we have a singular access point controlled by a tyrannical authority, i.e. the Democratic Party and mayor, stupidest human on the planet, dumbest mayor in the history of New York, Eric Adams. And his response was, the, the reporter asked, what sense does that make? To take down the vaccine mandate for private citizens and not for city employees since it doesn't stop transmission and infection. And his response is, nothing with COVID policy has ever made sense. See, they're so dumb. They're so dumb that the demons speaking through them are able just to come right through their mouth. They're so dumb that they don't even have a firewall to stop the devil. They're so stupid. Nothing, of course it doesn't make any sense because the vaccine doesn't stop transmission or infection. He said the vaccine enabled them to open the city. How? How? And then again, just, it's just the epitome of the entire COVID charade. A vaccine enabled us to give you the rights back that we stole. How does a vaccine enable them to give, enable them to open up a business when it doesn't stop transmission or infection? How? You might as well just, it, it, there's no difference between whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, whether the city is vaccinated or unvaccinated. Matter, matter of fact, everybody who is heavily vaccinated, their death rate, hospitalization rate, and infection rate are through the roof in comparison to lighter mitigated cities and countries. That's all, that's all statistical fact, 100%. So that you just listen. I mean, he said it. Nothing having to do with COVID-19 response policy makes any sense. Correct. So and then, he, then he espouses that. Then he actually illustrates that point by saying the reason why we were able to open the city was from the vaccination. How? When the vaccination doesn't stop uh, transmission or infection. You can't make sense of it all except to say there's an agenda behind it. The agenda behind it is to leverage you into a one more commerce system with a singular access point, and they're doing it piece by piece. You can't access the military unless you're vaccinated. You can't be an employee with NYC unless you're vaccinated. You can't access the United States unless you're vaccinated. See how they're doing it? And they'll switch right to CBDC, central bank bank digital currency. They'll switch to that and control you. And you're like, well, how would they control me with that? Cut off the, you go and you buy a firearm, you'll be penalized. You know what? We're cutting off access to you for 30 days. We're cutting, you know, oh, you know, oh, but you can't vote without that QR coded mark of the beat. Be, oh, funny how that worked out. Well, all the Republicans are banned from being able to vote because it's all, it's all part of your digital wallet. Your, your, your voter registration card, your passport's all part of a digital wallet, a CBDC. And lo and behold, it's, it's funny right now, Aaron was saying, it's my producer Aaron was saying, it's funny right now that if you're watching on Facebook that I'm a black screen. It's funny because, you know, here we are on the verge of October 1st 
you know, uh, what, what are we, less than two weeks now, right? Yeah, we're two, week, two, oh, two weeks from today, right? It's always a Tuesday. So two weeks from today, we're going to have an election. Lo and behold, I'm getting banned again. I get banned just about every year. When I had 20, when I had 20 people watching, doing Facebook Lives with 20 people watching, they banned me then for a week. And they, they banned me weird from right before the election till four days after the election. Strange how that worked, didn't it? Elise Stefanik video. And this is, this is something, this is very important. Because too often on the right, we're like, you know what? That's in the past. If you do not take care of the past. Now, here's the thing. The past is only the past when it's taken care of. Let me ask you this, Christian. Is all of your past sin forgiven? Only if it's dealt with. Only if you bring it to the cross where you allowed the sprinkled blood of the lamb to wash away your sin. Only if it's taken care of. All of this past sin from the Democratic Party and the Republican Party, but much more from Democratic governors, Democratic mayors, needs to be taken care of. Everything from the collusion hoax, James Comey, Peter Strzok, Andrew McCabe, Hillary Clinton, Fusion GPS, Mark Elias, Perkins Coie, all needs, it doesn't need to be unearthed because it's never been buried. Oh, you're going back to the past. No, they're going to do it again. They're going to, they're going to Kavanaugh you over and over again. Clarence Thomas was Kavanaugh. Then Kavanaugh was Kavanaugh. Every single, any, any Republican, I'm just telling you this right now. They even tried to ask Amy Coney Barrett, who I'm not a huge fan of. I'm a marginal fan, although she did the right thing with the Dobbs decision. Overturning Roe v. Wade, kudos to her, kudos to Kavanaugh on that because I've, I've throttled them both because they've deserved it. But they even questioned her, who's the mother of I don't know how many kids, many of them adopted, who couldn't be any more of a, of a solid Catholic woman. They asked her if she ever molested people, ever you know, was ever involved in, in uh, perverted sexual activity because that's what they're going to do. And the next male that comes up for Supreme Court ju- justice that's nominated by a Republican president, just watch. It's the, that girl, Christine Blasey Ford, Anita Hill, will pop up out of nowhere. Where's Anita Hill now? Where, where, where's Christine Blasey Ford who got $600,000 on her GoFundMe account? Where are, where are they now? Where are all their accusations now? Why did she sue Brent Kavanaugh? He's a multimillionaire. Why, why did she sue him? And the big question is, is why did Kavanaugh not sue her for defamation? They just popped Alex Jones for a billion dollars in a non-defamation case calling it defamation. How about real defamation? Saying that she was brutally sexually attacked by Brett Kavanaugh. Couldn't name the date, couldn't name the location. Every single one of her witnesses turned against her. Every single one of her witnesses told the opposite story of what she's telling. All right, let me finish with this. Not finish with the podcast, but let me finish, I think, with the uh, vaccine portion with this. Elise Stefanik, all of these things that were done in New York need to be dealt with. I don't care if they're in the past because they've not been dealt with yet. Play it for me, Heather. 
Republican Congresswoman Elise Stefanik appeared in Rensselaer County today to make a big announcement. She is pledging a congressional investigation into New York's nursing home deaths during the early days of the COVID-19 pandemic. Representative Stefanik says that this investigation would look into former Governor Andrew Cuomo's March 2020 order that saw COVID-positive residents readmitted to nursing homes. That order has been blamed for thousands of deaths. Stefanik appeared today outside the county's Van Rensselaer Manor nursing home in East Greenbush. County Executive Steve McLaughlin, who is also a Republican, stood beside her. Back when the March 2020 order was in effect, he refused to comply and even refused to let state health inspectors in if they didn't prove that they had tested negative for the virus. I think this was maybe ground zero uh, of the resistance of what I defined at the time as pure madness uh, from Andrew Cuomo and Kathy Hochul. It was, an, it was an executive order ordering nursing homes to accept positive COVID transfers. Uh, this county executive said no. This county said no. Uh, and we did not let any positive COVID re uh, patients come into this nursing home. But make no mistake, there must be accountability and there must be transparency and answers for New York State's Governor Cuomo's fatal executive order that did not abide by CMS guidance. Stefanik says if Republicans take the majority in Congress after the midterms that they would have subpoena power so that they could compel Cuomo to testify. So Cuomo not only executive ordered COVID infected patients, the only people you have to worry about when it comes to COVID outside of the morbidly obese are people who are elderly with comorbidities. It's the only people you have to worry about for COVID-19. And what did Cuomo do? What did Whitmer do? What did Gavin Newsom do? What did Tommy Wolf do? What did they all do? Sent COVID-infected patients into nursing homes. And then Cuomo goes out and alters the numbers on purpose so that he could write his book that he got a million-dollar advance for that nobody bought. But he still made his million. And sued to keep it. They tried to take it back. He sued to keep it. Multi-millionaire before the million-dollar book. Funny how they're all millionaires, isn't it? When they're making less than $200,000 a year. But these people all need to be held accountable for what they did. All of them need to be held accountable. All right, let's switch over to this for just a couple of minutes. Raheem Kassam tweet, favor for next prime minister. He already is the prime minister now, but I wanted the information that's on this tweet. Uh, I hope I get his name right. Aaron, correct me, see what you, your opinion is. Rashi Sanak, Rashi Sanak's family. Now, this is, the, this is the current prime minister now of Great Britain. Rashi Sanak, his family runs a China link. That's strange, isn't it? Now, he's a member of the Tory conservative party. He would be like the MAGA party here, although not MAGA, Republican party here. He's part of the Tory party, but strange that he is linked just like Mitch McConnell with China isn't it runs a China linked world economic forum partner company pushing what CBDCs digital ID and social credit scores whenever I say CC CBDC I'm just it's ease of conversation central bank C central bank CB digital currencies central bank digital currency CBDCs very strange isn't it that he his family runs a China linked World Economic Forum partner company. He's a his family's company is partnered with the World Economic Forum, and he is now the prime minister, prime minister of really people won't believe this, but there are two places, maybe three, that you need to keep your eye on when it comes to money. 
when it comes to the world economy. London, England, and the Federal Reserve. And if you were to tag one on top of that, Beijing, China. You need to watch that. People don't understand how huge the financial system is inside of London, England. And now it's controlled by a World Economic Forum finger puppet named Rishi Sunak. All right, let's go to the next one. Carol Roth video. This MFers country, uh, this MFers country left a monetary union because of its of its drawbacks, and now which they should have done, by the way, and now wants to talk about G7 countries cooperating with CBDCs and standardized principles. Here he is, Rishi Sunak. Play it for me. Today, I'm proud to say that under the UK's presidency, the group of the world's seven most advanced economies, the G7 is launching a set of public policy principles for retail central bank digital currencies, CBDCs. Central bank digital currencies could be a digital version of money, a bit like a digital banknote that could be used alongside physical notes and coins. Unlike most of the digital money people use daily today, it would be issued directly by a central bank, like the Bank of England in the UK. And governments and central banks across the world are working together, looking into what having a digital currency might mean in practice. This includes issues that people care about, such as ensuring users' money would be safe and secure, that it could work with other ways to pay, would be energy efficient and available to everyone. A potential CBDC could offer businesses and consumers new ways to pay in the future. It's all part of the wider story of digital innovation that has delivered benefits to millions around the world and in the UK. The decision on whether to launch a central bank digital currency is for each country to make. Whenever it's of the antichrist spirit, which again is leveraging you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point, there's always some sort of buying trait to get you to buy in, a selling point. Now, what did they do with COVID-19? What did they do with COVID-19? It's a disease. It's deadly. Well, wait a minute. It's not deadly. And then it started to wane off after, after a long time. Nobody, again, remember, there were societal consequences for, for, for not going along with the, the, the pretending, the pretending game. That a 99.9% survival virus is a 99.9% deadly virus. That's what you had to pretend or your business is going to be shut down. You get arrested, socially shunned, called a grandma killer, called a murderer, whatever it is. So they always have a selling point. And again, and, and, and by the way, it's never a threat to them. How, did, who in the global cabal died of COVID? Prince Charles? Klaus Schwab? Xi Jinping? Any Biden? Any Obama? Oprah? Leonardo DiCaprio? Gavin Newsom? Anybody, anybody part of the global? John Kerry? Al Gore? I like to use, always like, like to say his, his name with one, you know, basically just put his name, his two-syllable name in one, Al Gore, like Rush Limbaugh tribute to rush but they always have a selling point and that is you're gonna die of a disease get a vaccine passport we're gonna control your life because if, you, if we don't control your life you're gonna die and here what it is is convenience you know how, how inconvenient is cash how inconvenient is it to pay by check how, how inconvenient is it to pay with your with your debit card why, why do we need more convenience so that i i just pay for things by blowing out my left nostril <laughs> Or wink? What, 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 how, how much more convenient do we need things? There's always some stupid selling point. And listen, this generation, younger generation, and, and, and it's not just, and by the way, it's not just a lot, of, a lot of the worst 
convenient-minded people are my generation. My generation bowed to COVID more than Aaron's. Aaron's 28, I'm 54. So, but in this generation, I don't mean by age, I mean this technical generation. Everyone just bows to ease. Oh man, it's just so easy now because of facial recognition. My phone just turns on. How hard is it to turn a phone on? Swipe. You can even put it on where it's codeless. So they always have some stupid selling point. And you need to remember all of this stuff is global cabal. All of it has the stench and is global cabal. Whether it's the border, whether it's CBDCs, whether it's abortion, vax pass, transgenderism, gun grabbing, COVID mitigations, it's all to leverage you into a one world commerce system. Now here's what uh, Majid, uh, Majid Nawaz said about CBDCs. Play for me. Which an employer or government deems to be sensible. Holy shit. Now, I'm going to take it one step further for you, Joe, right? So, the vaccine passport infrastructure is in place. But now we know that the vaccine doesn't stop infection or transmission, but the Checkpoint Charlie exists everywhere. They bring in digital banking, central banking, digital currencies. You've got a scenario now that you're checking in and out everywhere you go using vouchers that are programmed and you can only spend where you're told you can spend them. There's another word for that, man. That's called the Chinese social credit system. That's what it's called. And anyone who watches Black Mirror will know what I'm talking about. That's that TV show, right? Yeah. So what they are telling us, and when I say they, who's they? People in power. That's the head of our economy, the chancellor of the exchequer, second most powerful person other than the prime minister and maybe the foreign secretary in the UK, right? He's telling us, I just played it there for you. He's telling us that's what he, as the UK, the head of the G7, want to bring in for the G7. So a scenario where, like in New York at the moment, because the the passport infrastructure is in place, you bring in that digital currency and you've got this total control. And if I'm speaking to you the way I'm speaking now and my employer or government, you heard that in the quote directly, yeah, deems me as saying or doing something inappropriate, suddenly I can't actually pay to come here and speak to you anymore. My my digital currency won't even pay for the ticket because it will be known that I'm coming to speak to you. Sorry. Your, your vouchers don't allow you to purchase that ticket to go and speak to Joe. And this is where we get into the kind of censorship that we see in social media that is not, it's not, you can't have that kind of censorship with the First Amendment. in Which we are currently being banned right now on Facebook, right? Because we can't access our own account because it's controlled by somebody else. They're like, well, it's Facebook has their own private company. They can do whatever they want. That's wrong. So if you own a building, you can ban transgenders for going in, from renting? No, it's your own private business, though. It's all lies. All lies. But I digress. I want to stick on point here. It's all cabal. Now, that covers CBDCs. Perfect example that Majid Nuaz used was, you know what? Everything's digital currency run by a central bank, CBDC, run by a central bank, which is controlled by the federal government because they won't be able to operate unless they... they uh, capitulate ESG, whatever, to the to the global cabal, to the governance or the, gov- the local government. I mean, not local government, federal government. He says, you know what? They find out that I purchased a plane ticket to come over and talk to Joe Rogan. That's not political. Because and like people think, well, they're not going to ban you because you voted for Trump, let's say. No, what they'll do is they'll say that you used hate speech or you are possibly cooperating with insurrectionist uh, energy, insurrectionist ideologies, anything and everything. It's just like I told you. You 
people think that we have a criminal justice system. We don't. It's all a matter of what judge and what jurisdiction you're in front of. That's all that matters. That's why they try Alex Jones in Austin, Texas, and Connecticut. Obama judges, Obama juries. Steve Bannon in D.C. Obama judges, Obama juries. So there is no, so what they do is they just go, you know what? They just create a word and for the, you know, the, in the judicial system, how it is now is that if you just say something like fight on at a political rally, they can say, you know what? That has uh, insurrectionist overtones to it. And the feds show up at your door and, and then they, you know what? Lo and behold, somehow you lied to them, even though you never did just like they did with Mike Flynn. And now they've got an obstruction case against you. And then you're tried before an Obama judge in Austin, Texas, D.C., or Hartford, Connecticut. That's what they do. That's, that's, that's the world we live in. Understand that. Leveraging you in. Leveraging you into a one-world commerce system. That's what it's about. Now you have to be the restraining and stand. Put a mask on your face. Call a girl a guy and a guy a girl. No. No, I won't. And if I ever did, I was wrong. That's how you, that's how you stand. And it's all part of a singular cabal. Look what they're doing right now in Canada. Play it for me. We need to pass that law. We need to make sure that we make good on our commitment to implement the buyback program on a national ban for assault-style rifles because those guns have no place in any community. They were designed for one purpose, and that is to kill people using maximum lethal force in the shortest period of time. And the first thing you ask is, well, you know what? Okay, okay, no problem. Uh, of course, I have a problem with it, but just you know, for the sake of argument. Okay, no problem. Well, first of all, if we're going to ban something, can you define it, please? Define what we're banning. We all of us saw the hysterical video that was played on Capitol Hill by Thomas Massey of a bunch of Democratic morons up there uh, trying to ban things they couldn't define. They can't define. They can't. It's just like the video that I showed you out of Australia where they can't. You had the conservative news anchor debating a libtard moron climate activist. And he says, you know, how much CO2 is in the atmosphere Then you don't want any any more co2 that to be in the atmosphere so how much is currently in the atmosphere 0.04 percent of the atmosphere was C, was co2 of that point like zero point three percent was caused by humanity of that point three percent one point two percent of that point three percent was caused by australia and they're supposed to shut everything down because of that so okay, if you're going to ban assault, could you just define assault rifle for me, please? But you see, it's all part of the global cabal. How are you going to resist anything when, when push comes to shove? That's why they defang the tiger first. And that's why they're focused on the United States right now. They've got to tell That's why Joe Biden's president. He had to be installed as president. He had to be. Because they have to take the United States down a peg. That's why they're endlessly coming after your guns. So that at that time, because we all know the Second Amendment, despite what Joe Biden says, it was not, it was not about deer hunting. It was about standing up against a tyrannical federal government. That's what it was about. So they got to defang you first. Who, who, who defangs everybody? For, who, who does that? Oh, let's see. Mao Zedong, Adolf Hitler, Benito Mussolini, Joseph Stalin. And then they call you and I Nazis. We do everything the opposite of Nazis, but because they're projectionists, they call us Nazis. And here's, and here's how it works, too. Here's, here's a Washington Examiner tweet. Corey Bush spent, you know, pseudo member now of the squad, although there's five people in it. Corey Bush spent 490, let's round up to 500,000, half a million dollars on private security, despite calls. Now, remember, now this is 500,000 this year, 2022. 
half a million dollars on private security despite calls to defund the police. So she doesn't want you, number one, she wants to take away all your guns, period. Common sense gun control, which means the confiscation of all, all weapons, all, all firearms. They start off, of course, small. You know, all, you know we're not going to force anybody to wear a mask. I mean, you're not going to mandate vaccines. We're, it's common. Oh, that's what they always do. Just get the door open, take away chunks of your freedom while the rhinos help them do it over a slower period of time. Constantly ushering forward the leftist globalist agenda, which is to leverage you into a one world commerce system, which you can't fight against. Can't fight when you have no firearms. Can't fight. Ty- uh, you can't fight tyranny without firearms. So you can't fight. You can't fight the federal government unless you have an F-15. Uh, Al Qaeda did against the Russians actually defeated the Russians with nothing more than AK 47s against MIGs and tanks. So she herself spends half a million dollars on private security this year while she tries to take away your guns personally. And then after they take your guns, then they take away the police from responding to you with guns from the criminals that they've created, that they've let out with their cashless bail systems. Under, under George Soros bought and paid for uh, state attorneys, district attorneys. So they put, in a state, they put in a district attorney who won't prosecute gun crimes. They take away your gun to defend yourself against these violent felons and then take away cops to protect you after you're defenseless. But here's where she stands about herself. Play it for me, other. I'm going to make sure I have security because I know I have had attempts on my life and I have too much work to do. There are too many people that need help right now for me to, to allow that. So if I end up spending 200000 if I spend 10, 10, 10 more dollars on it, you know what? I get to be here to do the work. So suck it up and defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police and put that money into social safety. The epitome of hierarchical hypocrisy. What's good for thee is not good for me. I'm going to take away your guns and the ability to defend yourself. I'm going to take away the police and their ability to defend you. But I myself will live on my demonic city on a hill. Aaron, what's that statement you said about the devil? That was good earlier. Um, The devil. I can't remember. It was a good statement. But anyway, they're demonic city on a hill, safe and secure. Behind their walls, you're not allowed to wall either. Your wall's gone. Your guns are gone. Your police department's gone. While they live behind a wall with armed security themselves, immune from crime. That's their plan. And while they're safe and sound, they're endlessly leveraging you into the system that they want you to be in so that they stay in power in perpetuity. That's the plan. That's the global cabal. It's all written about in the book of Revelation. Study it. Read it know it love you all back here thursday night 8 30 maybe we won't be a black screen only on facebook who knows but thank you for the 400 or so that are on right now love you all back here thursday night 8 30 god bless you and i'm telling you the devil is not gonna have this nation and you're the american people are not gonna spend their lives being on 90 different medications sick and afflicted it's time for revival it's time for the fire of god to set this generation free if you enjoyed watching the tom lively podcast would you consider investing in the program Go to TomLively.com and donate any amount to the podcast and we will send you this exclusive TLP shirt.
I stand unequivocally on the Word of God. On healing, the Bible. Prosperity, the Bible. Sin, the Bible. Everything. Protection, the Bible. Church, the Bible. 